Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Dom, such good news to kick off, off kick us off this week. I have discovered a life hack that anyone can use. Yep. If you're someone who has ever been to Bunnings... Yep. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to narrow it down a little bit. Mm. If you go to Bunnings and you're not a tradie, <laughs> yeah, okay. if you feel like you're a little bit left out, you're yep. treated a bit differently, I discovered a life hack today that will mean that... That will never happen again. Well, I'm I'm glad you say this, Zach, because I like a Bunnings trip. Not Don't just you? I mean, we I, all do. I love the sausages. I love the Christmas lights. I just you know, it's a great but, place. Do to they be. sell Christmas lights? Oh, they do. They actually have a good Christmas setup. Yeah, Christmas lights and hammocks. They sell everything. They do at Bunnings, and this isn't an ad. This is uh, just two enthusiasts. Hang on, get, change the music. <laughs> <laughs> Dom is wearing an apron at the moment, uh, running a <laughs> DIY class. <laughs> I did go to one of those DIY classes when I was a kid, and they kicked me out. Why? Oh, because I wasn't paying attention. I was hitting someone with the plank of wood. Yeah, fair enough. That'd do it. Anyway, the point is, every time I go to Bunnings, Zach, I feel like an outsider. I feel like I don't belong, and I feel like they're looking down their noses at me. If that's you, I have a life hack coming up next. That will mean that will never happen again. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Who is there... Mm. To hold big corporations to account these days. Oh, no one. No one. They just get they they get away with whatever they want, but not anymore. No, n- not in front of us. No, no, not on our watch. No. Uh, McDonald's currently making a claim: one in five wins in their <laughs> Mac is monopoly. Yeah. yeah, we'll see about that, McDonald's. We'll see about that. Mm. Let us do the math. Put it in our labs mm. on our turf, and well, we'll really see if one in five wins. That's it, right? Because at the moment, it's not like they put out an instructional video proving how one in five wins. We're just taking their word for it. So we have decided to do the very scientific study of yep. purchasing five McDonald's items yep. and seeing if one in five wins. So we have five in front of us. Now, Zach, can you just... You've got the calculations and the science we did on in front of you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can you just... Looking at the science, this definitely checks out. Uh, if we have five items and yep. one in five wins, yep. then their claim will be correct. I'm just reading right. the contract I wrote out here. That's great. Uh, if there's anything less than that, mm. they yep. have made a false claim. Yep. If there's anything more than that, still a false claim, but we let that go. We let that one go. Okay, great. So, in theory, one of these five Monopoly tokens will be a win. The first one is coming off. An icy cold Coke. Dumb, hit the drum roll. Okay, here we go. Hang on. Oh, it's a cup of Coke. I'm with you now. All right, here we go. (laughs) Number one is a chance card. Not a win. That's not a win? Zero from one. No. So what does it say? if Download the app. We should check this. What does it say if it's a win? I think it says you win. You sure? No, it's instant win. So I'll win something. You win something? Either food or a car. Okay. I think those are the only two options. <laughs> I hope we get the car, but that's just me. Hit the drum roll. We're going to do another one off the icy cold coat. Here we go. Uh, oh, no. What does it say? Another second chance. Okay. No, this one is like a Leicester Square, but All I didn't right. win anything. Okay, well, that's... Zero from two. Zero from uh, not two. looking good for you, Maccas. Uh, no, they've still got three more chances to be proven correct. What do you want? Do you want fries or another Coke? I reckon we go another Coke. Yep, let's right. stay on trend. All right, here we go. Drum roll. Oh. Not a win. What is it? Mayfair. Mayfair. Is that good? Mayfair might be good. I think you need... I think what they will do is mm. everyone gets Mayfair, no one gets Park Lane. That's right. 
Yeah. Well, so actually, you get Nathan and you'll go, geez, I'm so close. All right. Well, if anyone has Park Lane. Yeah. Is 30, that illegal? I was 30, 10, 60, call us down. We'll split the price. Hang on. Michael, <laughs> is can you look into if that's illegal? <laughs> Michael's telling us that's not legal. So definitely don't call us if you have Park Lane. We but are joking. get in contact with Dom privately. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the context of the radio show. <laughs> No, don't do that. Uh, this, uh, okay. uh, zero from three. Great, zero from three. What are we, what are we going this next? This isn't looking good. It's this not. It's not looking good. Do you want uh, fries or coke? Those are your options. Cool. Let's go. Let's jump to fries. Okay, jump over to fries. There we go. Drum roll, please. Ooh. What does that say? Nothing. I peeled it wrong. <laughs> okay, well, this doesn't work if you're breaking it. Okay, well, everyone would know token. if you've been to Mac that this yeah. is quite difficult. Is it? Uh, oh, oh. Well, hang oh, on. Have we got oh, an instant win? Oh. No. Chance card. Zero from four. Now, are we? I just need to check for McDonald's sake. Are we sure that you don't have to put the chance card into the app? No, instant and, win. Yeah, it's but is instant. it an instant win when you put the chance into the app? I uh, haven't checked. Michael, <laughs> producer Michael, can you check what an instant win is? Will I get an instant win? I should get a piece of, it mm. should say, you won fries. It should do. Uh, that's what it used to do, but this time around it might be different. Anyway, we have, I believe we have one more token left on the, the, the cup of Coke. Uh, apologies if people are yelling at the radio at the moment saying that you don't know how to play this game. <laughs> I will admit, haven't checked the rules in a couple of years. <laughs> but this last time I played, this is how you played. That was it. All right, okay, so-, so this one, our last one. Mm. If this is a win, their claim is correct. One yes. out of five. They're currently zero out of four. Yeah. But, it's a big one. Uh, so if they get it wrong, do you false so claim. So we're back to a cup of Coke here or are we still no. on fries? Oh, what do you want us to do? Your call. I'll leave this one to I'm going to go fries. All right, here we go. Last chance. Free day out. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I think you have to go on the app and um, <laughs> pick a day to go out or something. Uh, are you telling me we've won ourselves an activity to do together? Uh, yeah, I think so. We got a free day out somewhere. <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking forward to that then. All right. Well, you know what? The science is stacked One up. in five. I can't believe it. <laughs> and also, incredible. I can't believe it worked out that way. Radio, <laughs> from you know, building a suspense point of view, <laughs> yes. could it have been any better? This would sound like we set it up. We all, That's honestly on the last one. That's going quite well. Anyway. Oh, thanks, McDonald's. Well done. That was quite suspense building, man. Yeah. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time, time, time. to receive wisdom. Zach, this is uh, the segment where I bring some of the life lessons that I've learned through my long and uh, at times varied life. Just so people don't have to make the same mistakes that I've gone through firsthand. Not technically long. It's only been 25 years, but it's yeah. kind of like a movie mm. that's only 90 minutes, but feels like it's dragging on forever. <laughs> oh, shut up. Are you saying that you can't wait for me to die? Is no, that, I'm not is saying that. Is that the essence I'm of not that joke that. Is? Uh, No, no. I'm just saying it feels like a long time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's cool. It feels like you've been around forever <laughs> because you're so wise. <laughs> anyway. I think I've, uh, I, I have a dis- different viewpoint on the world to some people, and I've made some mistakes, and I like to pass my life lessons on. And what have you learnt? Tonight's piece of wisdom I'm passing on. If you're treating yourself to the lollies that are in a bowl at a reception desk, yeah. um, just check that they're complimentary first. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, you know, generally at reception desks, they might have like a little bit of a lolly stand. In fact, we, we were recently at a meeting. They had a bowl of minties. Yeah, and you had about 12 in I, five minutes. So you know that I've got form in this area. Yeah. I just, I can't stop Quite it. Quite often cool mints 
Yeah, you yeah. Cool That's mentor there. Sometimes it's Mentos in like a little wrapper. Mm. That's a fair chance. Well, when I was about 12, uh, I got dropped off by my parents to go to the doctor's. And uh, they were going to come and pick me up afterwards. Oh, I know the ones you're talking about. (laughs) And they are not very well signed. No, they're really not. So in a little... The charity ones. (laughs) I'm waiting uh, at the front desk of the doctor, waiting for the the receptionist to come out. And And what, you're 12 years old? Yep, yep. And uh, they have a little container of, I think it was Minty's Fantails and what are those? Sherby's. Yeah. Sherby's, right? So those Sherby's are, are good. They're great. And I'm thinking, I'm the only one in the, the waiting area. And I'm like, well, they didn't tell me it was a buffet, but what a treat. <laughs> you get so, your plate out, which you carry everywhere. <laughs> you start well, stocking up. The receptionist was taking a while. I think they were all back. And maybe they're on their break. I don't know what was going on, but I was in that room alone for like 10 minutes. And I... I think I've cleared the box out. How many were in the box? I would have been at least 15, maybe 20. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure, right? But I treated myself. Um, You know, if you're going to go see the doctor, make it worth it. (laughs) You're just making their job a bit harder. Give them something to work on. Do you know what I mean? That's something they can work with there. Um, So I finished them all. And all the wrappers, I mean, because I was 12 and I, you know, didn't have the good sense to hide anything. Mm. They were just lying around on the desk. And I was like, I'll clean them up later. This is when the receptionist walks out and her jaw drops. (laughs) She's quite um, aghast at what I've done. And she says, did you eat all of these? Which, can I just say, you never want somebody saying the sentence, did you eat all of these? There's no no way that (laughs) ends well. No, no one ever says that in a good sense. Like, did you eat all of these? Whoa, impressive. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so um, then I say, yes, I I did. I was waiting. And she says, you know that they're for charity. They cost a dollar each. Which, can I just say, that's a steep price for a minty. It's charity, mate. I don't care. Charity needs to (laughs) It's basically a donation and you get a little minty. Yeah. Well, so basically I'd eaten 20 charity dollars worth. Of, yeah. of confectionery. Yeah, $20 in the deep with the charity. That's it, yeah. And I won't say which charity it is. I don't think that'd be a wise oh, idea. Hang on. Yeah. Does this story not end with you paying back the charity? It does not end that What? Way. How <laughs> did you get out of that? I was 12 years old. I didn't so have money on me. Your parents are coming back. Well, yeah, but how do you think my parents are going to feel if I say, hey, I need $20 for lollies? Well, that's your problem. You just <laughs> defrauded a charity 20 bucks. <laughs> well, you know, I, all I remember saying was, uh, was, I'm sorry, I don't have the money for this. Um, I, I won't do it again. And anyway, they let me off on that. I went in to see the doctor and, um, next time I came in, they didn't have the charity lollies no. anymore. Uh, well, is the charity still around? <laughs> Are we sure they're still running? Uh, were they okay? Um, Did I, they survive the financial hit of the Dom Fay hurricane? <laughs> I have seen that charity around since then. I, look, I won't go into what the charity is. I do hope that it didn't. Cost they would have thought when yeah. they knew that you were coming in, mm. they would have been high-fiving, thinking it was going to be a big windfall. <laughs> yeah, the amount of money we're going to make out of Dom, yeah. little did they know that you are going to steal them. Yeah. Well, can I just say, and I want to touch on something you said at the start of this. Yeah. They're very poorly signed. It does look like a box of free lollies and free, you know, Well, the other thing is, most of the time I've mm. seen them, it doesn't look like they've been touched in years. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's why she was so shocked. Well, that's it. Someone's actually gone yeah. for them. So, well, that's actually a good point. In fact, maybe that's what I should do. Get everyone to write in their local charity lollies and I'll go help them out. 
That's what you need to do. You need to go find one. Oh, that's what I'll do. Yeah. yeah. So I'll make up for my past mistakes. Yeah. So here's what this segment's turned into. I'm passing on the wisdom of check that they're complimentary first. And in the same time, I'm going to give $20 to charity. And everyone, your Sherbies are not safe in front of Dom. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Discovered a life hack today, Dom, that anyone can use if you ever go to Bunnings and you're not a tradie and you feel a little bit left out. Yeah. I know the feeling. Yep. Usually when I pull into the car park, Dom, I do switch over to Triple M <laughs> just in case anyone catches yeah. a glimpse of what I'm listening to. And they're like, oh, yeah, that guy seems like a tradie. Well, seems like he knows what he's doing. It is a tough place to fit in if you it don't is. fit the stereotype. It is. Well, not only do I not fit the stereotype, but I also don't have any skills or abilities that would mean <laughs> yep. that I would fit in there. So I don't know anything about tools. Mm. I don't know anything about wood, steel. Well, sometimes if I'm looking for a certain item... Uh, like, I will call a friend who might know what it's actually called. So I don't go in asking for, you know, really? the, the round circular metal thing or something like that. So I actually know the technical I term. very rarely ask. Okay, I right. just go up and down the aisle. You just wander lost for hours. Yeah, I'd look horrible on the security footage. <laughs> just like, is this guy, is he okay? Well, no, but it, it's so true, though, because you, you feel like you're being judged the whole time you're in there. Because all the people there who are, you know, handy, yeah. who know what they're doing on a ladder... All Have you ever people. been down the tradie end? What's there's a what, what even is the tradie there's end? There's a trade desk oh where they gosh. sell all like the tradie wood. If you ever find yourself down there, you're a long way away from home. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, I discovered a life hack today on about how to be treated yeah. a bit differently. Mm. Is I bought a seven dollar high vis shirt. <laughs> right. Just pop on the high vis shirt. Yeah. You go in there, they don't know you're not a tradie. No, but did there's, you there's there's no checking. You don't have to show your license. Well, you don't true. have to show anything. Just instantly, you wear a high vis shirt. You're treated differently at Bunnings. What is that? What you found? Were you were you treated differently? Yeah, I felt like I was in the club. Okay, I felt like that when the employees looked at me, they yeah. said that guy knows what's up. I'm not going to try anything on him. Yeah, right. he does this every day. He's yeah. just popping in on Smoko, picking right. up a few tools, and then heading back out again. When I was purchasing mm. the things I needed to purchase, yeah. someone from Bunnings came over and helped me. And I felt like that we had a bit of a chat that was like inside. Like, I don't feel like right. I would have got that chat yes. if I was in my civilian clothes, well, but because I was in high vis, they were like, yep, <laughs> yeah. we know what's going on here. We're on the same level. Uh, I, kind of like a doctor to doctor chat, you know, that yep. they might have in hospitals. Yep. Um, I wonder if maybe you added like a sausage roll and a chocolate breaker yeah. to that. Do you yep. know what I mean? If that might just ice go next coffee, maybe. An ice, ice coffee, maybe. An ice break and a sausage roll. Well, you know what? I started to look at the other people in high vis in there mm. and I thought... Maybe they're doing it too. I was like, how many people are wearing high-vis who aren't tradies who are just trying to fit in at Bunnings? Because there was a few people with very bright ones that hadn't been used. And I was like, I reckon that's the first time you wore that. Well, that's actually a good point because you you know how, um, what was Huey, the Channel 10 chef's famous saying? Don't trust a skinny chef. That was his whole thing, right? Yeah, okay. I'm glad you knew it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that wasn't going to come to me just off the top of my head. You know, Huey always used to say, don't trust a skinny chef. I reckon you could say, don't trust a tradie with a clean shirt. Yeah, that's so true. Like, I reckon that, that makes 100% sense. I was wondering if this is true of other uniforms. If yeah. I go into Bunnings wearing high-vis and I'm treated differently, mm. could there be other uniforms out there yeah. that people wear and they get treated differently? Well, yeah, 131060, if you have a theory... That a different uniform you have makes you gives you special treatment somewhere. Well, obviously, police officers. Yeah, but a you police reckon... officer is a hundred percent getting treated different when they go into a shop in uniform yeah. rather than civilian clothes. Yeah, but do you reckon everywhere they go? Yeah, okay. everywhere they'd be treated differently. Here's I a question. Think my question. How about scrubs? 
Yeah, okay. Like from a hospital. If if a if a, mm. like a nurse or a doctor went into a shop wearing scrubs, do they get treated differently yeah. than when they're just in civilian clothes? I wonder maybe if you like splattered a bit of like tomato sauce on to look like you've really had a big day in surgery. Yeah. If maybe that would get you more. I respect. don't think blood and tomato sauce actually look similar. <laughs> well, they, people <laughs> would just feel like you spilt your pie at lunch. <laughs> It might if you let it soak in. I don't know. I mean, this is why I don't work in makeup or special effects. 131060, do people treat you differently Mm. in your uniform? Now, John, I understand that you have an extra Bunnings tip to go with mine. What is it? (laughs) Well, it's a bit of a joke. I didn't actually do it on purpose the first time, but I'd wear it. I used to be a home renovator, and uh, over weekends, by accident one week, I actually wore a red shirt into Bunnings. And... um, Yeah, you get treated all sorts of different. The customers ask you where shit is and stuff like that, and it's like, I've got no idea. Because uh, the Bunnings employees wear red shirts, John, is that right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, well, you this could go out to the break area. Yeah. No, this is actually a really important point John's touched on. If you're going to the shop, you need to make sure you don't yes. wear the colour shirt of the employees. Yes, I've been asked in clothes shops before mm. what someone will get. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, oh, I don't work here. Well, I, I, Big W, I was wearing a blue shirt and a Big W once. Yep. And someone came up and said, can you tell me where the Christmas decorations are? Yeah, and you knew. I knew where they were. Obviously. And I, <laughs> I did help them out, but I was not a, a, a Big W employee. I wonder, John, do, will you get the employee discount, do you know, if you're wearing a red shirt? <laughs> What's that? No, you don't. Okay, you don't. <laughs> John, yeah, he's already tried. Well, it sounds like actually John didn't get any benefits from wearing the red shirt. Yeah, people just bug you. Yeah, that doesn't sound helpful at all. Um, Michelle, on 131060, what's your one? Hey, um, I'm a nurse. Mm. I recently got pulled up by the police and I had my badge on Mm. that said where I work and and that I'm a nurse and I had my scrubs on. And the copper actually said to me, oh, you're a nurse. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm not going to breathalyze you. Wow. Well, that's pretty good. Okay. Well, okay. So you can get, get let off. You can get let off a fine if you're a nurse. How much does scrubs cost? Uh, good question, Michelle. How much does it set you back? Sorry? How, How much, much do scrubs, a pair of scrubs cost? Nothing. No, but if <laughs> I was to buy some, if I was to buy some. If you bought, you, oh, probably, I don't know, probably, you could go into a uniform shop, yeah. I'd say probably... 80 bucks all up. 80 bucks? Okay. I get good. 80 bucks. Yeah. I just wear that every time I drive. <laughs> I never get fined again. That's, I mean, that's a good result. I mean, it does feel a little I'm bit... I'm surprised 80 bucks was higher than I was thinking. That's a... I was thinking 40 or 50. I reckon you get a costume shop version of Scrubs for a bit cheaper Yeah, than and that. the police officer's probably not figuring that out. You <laughs> yeah. probably don't have to stand up and spin around and they go, hang on, is Wait. that just a costume of Scrubs? I, see, I used to wonder if the cops pulled you over and you pretended you were an undercover cop, would they let you off? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be pretty convincing. What would you say? No, I'm undercover. I can't talk. I'm on a sting. Let yep. you go. They probably have, like, you'd still... Hmm. <laughs> Maybe you had a good code word. I don't know. You're don't just going to try a code word. So you're just going to say <laughs> bananas. <laughs> oh, I had a stab. <laughs> you may as well take your shot. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Joe, on 13, 10, 60, what, uh, what costume or what uniform do you think gets special treatment? I used to work in a shop and we would sometimes get uh, priests and nuns that would come into shop. Okay. And I can guarantee you they got far better treatment than, oh. than a lot of people. Yeah, you're not going to rip off a nun. That's so true. That's true because, you know, these are people who you think have given their life to service there. Yes. You know, you don't want to lie to someone. What you should do, I reckon, yeah. is when you go buy a house, dress up as a nun. Oh, that's good. Or a car. 
You know, like areas where you feel like you could get ripped off? Dress up like a car. No, a nun when you go to buy a car. (laughs) I mean, you can go to an auction where (laughs) dress up as the big red car if you want to. I had no idea where you're going there. Right, so go go to an auction dressed as a nun. Because no one's... (laughs) What's this place? Like three bedrooms, one bathroom? Yeah, I'm a car. What of it? (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Shane Warne went to a health food restaurant. I apologise in advance if I start... um, shall we say, vomiting after trying some of these things. Also, Donald Trump wants his supporters to check for swooping magpies. I hear too many bad stories, so go check out areas, because a lot of bad things happen. And Ed Sheeran has been doing a lot of travelling to complete his Coles Little Shop collection. Uh, I started off in Iceland and then went to Japan for two months and then Fiji, New Zealand, Australia, Ghana, Liberia, Uh, went to the UAE for a day and then finished in Italy. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so affordable to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All that it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that five-star rating and then you are through the admission gate, Zach, and you can write whatever you want in the review. Hey ho, let's go. Mm. Is that a new slogan? Yeah. We have too many slogans. <laughs> really, we need to get a new sign at this stage because I'm etching new slogans yeah. every time we have a new one well, into the, first, the sign. It, is, it, it used to be the first 10 seconds of this segment where yeah. um, <laughs> had had words to it, yeah. you know, kind of catch cries. Mm. And then it went to 15, 20. We're pushing 45 seconds We're getting there now, before yeah. we get into any new Well, actually, content. here's some new content for you for the forum. Yeah. You know how um, there's that, I've not been myself, but there's that idea that when you go to Hawaii... Yeah. You get off the plane. They give you the mm. um, the lay, mm-hmm. you know, over your neck. What can we give people when they arrive at the forum? I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. Glass of milk. Yeah, that's good. I was thinking to follow the lay. Yeah. What's still a necklace? What's still colourful? Okay. A necklace of Fruit Loops. Oh, that's good. The breakfast cereal. Because remember <laughs> when we do that in preschool? That's true. Yeah. Uh, and around that time, <laughs> yeah. whatever preschool is in so, yeah. your state or territory. So everyone gets off at the forum in international waters. Yeah. They go through customs. Don't worry. It's a very short process. It's just Zach and I checking your We bag. actually give you banned goods. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we we it's like do you have any fruit and vegetables that you're not allowed to bring in and they're like no of course not and we go okay here you go yeah here's a dragon fruit here's a dragon bring fruit it in from zimbabwe yeah here's a banana from fiji come on in and uh and then as they get to the next point you and i jump back there and give them fruit loop necklaces yeah so we do all the work here we uh, need to get some help. wasn't that great though because not enough jewelry doubles mm. as a snack yeah well i, I mean there's the ring pop that's, that's good. true. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, outside of that and the necklace that you can eat mm. of cereal, not much. Got me into trouble once the Fruit Loop necklace, actually. No doubt. Um, because I... Uh... You couldn't have it without milk, so you're <laughs> dipping that. <laughs> no. No, I nearly choked on the string. Oh, hang on. Well, because I started eating it because I got hungry. Control yourself. I couldn't control myself, and I'm like, I'll just pull the string out once I've eaten all the fruit loops off. What out out of your throat? Well, like you know, I thought I'll put the whole thing. You're going to do the thing like they do in cartoons where they put, (laughs) you know, how they put a fish down the throat and they pull the skeleton out. Yeah, that's it. You were going to do that. (laughs) 
with the Fruit Loop necklace. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That was my plan. And um, anyway, I didn't go as I hoped, and I started choking on the Fruit Loop necklace. So it was down your throat. Yeah, and I had to pull the string out. That's such a bad idea. It was a bad idea. In hindsight, I don't know if they do Fruit Loop necklaces anymore for that reason. Maybe. Maybe you were the kid. (laughs) Maybe Maybe when they were explaining to my class why we weren't doing it anymore, (laughs) because it was a choking hazard, and I was thinking, who who could that happen to? (laughs) You're on the other side of town. Apologizing to the class. <laughs> uh, look, anyway, get a Fruit Loop necklace ready, Zach, as we welcome in that one Jay into the Collective Noun Forum from America, uh, popping by. And uh, that one Jay wants to talk about our um, Rushmore-esque mountain that we're building in the Forum. Yes, that's right. We currently have Tracy Grimshaw. a mountain with Tracy Grimshaw and Shane Warne's face. Yep. Into it, and yep. we're open to suggestions for others. Well, firstly, um, uh, that one Jay wants us to call it Mount Rush now instead of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that's good. We can work with that. It's done. Um, and uh, they say, My request is that you immortalize Nicolas Cage's face in the mountain in full glory. Now, yeah, sure. Do you reckon Nicolas Cage belongs alongside Shane Warne and, and Grimshaw? Yeah. Uh, Nicolas Cage is the lead in one of my all time favorite films. Uh, the. Christmas man or something? <laughs> the family man. The family man. It's not the Christmas man. That's practically what it is, isn't it? <laughs> well, and aren't they in a snow globe at one stage? No, that's the Santa Claus. You're getting your Christmas films confused. Sorry, I think I have seen it. The family man's an outstanding movie. It's him and Tia Leone. Is that mm-hmm. her name, I think? Um, basically, Nicolas Cage is a ruthless businessman who chose professional success over love. Yep. And then when Christmas... AKA a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. And then when Christmas Eve gets given by a magical man a glimpse into what his life would have been like if he chose love instead. Right. Isn't that Dickens? Uh, so it's, it's got a, some, a Christmas Carol hints in it. Yeah. It's the only Christmas movie oh, well, that I guarantee every year I will watch, The Family Man. It's my Do tradition. they acknowledge that they're... Playing heavily on what Dickens did. <laughs> no, at no stage does Nicolas Cage's character say, geez, I feel like Scrooge. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get any of that no. fourth wall stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. But well, then I feel point. like then it might be ripping it off rather than an homage. Um, actually, you know what? I just remembered. I think the cover on the DVD, uh, his face is in a snow globe. I thought so. I <laughs> knew I had seen it. I knew yes. I had seen it. Yeah. No, I think you are right there. So look, happy to, uh, to add Nicolas Cage up there. He could um, be, no, he'll be on the Christmas wall. The Christmas wall. That yeah. has him and Michael Bublé. It's a very small ah. wall at the end of a cave. Well, and Tim Allen. And I mean, Tim Allen, of we course. can't do a Christmas and wall without Tim it's Allen. Tim Allen as the Santa Claus. Yeah, obviously, yeah. 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 And I reckon we could get Tim Allen to visit the forum, actually. Yeah. Um, we can pop by. He can do a residency guess. like people do in <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas. All those people on the wall might be able to. Yeah, we can wave that in. Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, we, Tracy Grimshaw can break scandals. Um, Shane Warne can, I don't know, bowl some deliveries yep. and, uh, and we can get Tim Allen to, he can play, you know what we'll do? You know how shopping centers have Santas at Christmas? Yeah. We'll get Tim Allen to play Santa and people can come and tell him what they want for love Christmas. It. I love it. Great idea. Uh, also that one, Jay says, could you please point me to the nearest restrooms? I've been in the forum for a couple of months now and I've been holding it for a while. I'm starting to doubt whether you built toilets here. We did. We thought ahead. We did. Um, there, there's plenty of t- bathrooms available. There are, yeah. They're hard to find. Um, that was a that was a design flaw. I'll be honest. Yeah, but well, you, know, you never think of that, do you? When no. you play theme park world builder <laughs> on PlayStation, did you ever play that? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't want to muck around building toilets. You want to no. build the roller coasters. That's the fun stuff. One of the I don't know which game I had if it was Sims or something like that. 
But um, if you didn't build toilets, the customers would start just going to the toilet in the park, mm. and you'd have to. Well, like, that's what happens. You'd have to hire cleaners to go and like clean it up. Yeah, it's very real. Very realistic. I yeah. loved that game, the <laughs> amusement great. park roller coaster one. It was. Awesome. I'm going to look up if it's on my phone. That was a great game. I spent a lot of time, a lot of weekends playing that game. Funnily enough, more weekends than I spent going to amusement parks. Yeah, well, you're terrified of roller coasters. I am, but I love the planning of it. Dom said just. So everyone knows, and yeah. so this is on public record, sure. he would quit well before he got on a roller coaster. So if oh, yeah. I ever had any plans to blindfold him and put him on a roller coaster, yeah. he said he will quit on that day. That oh, yeah. As soon as the, <laughs> as soon as the blindfold comes off, yeah. he will quit and walk out of the, <laughs> walk out of the theme park. It won't be entertaining. I'll just go. <laughs> like, this is the thing I want to make clear. I love doing this show. It's, you know, it's a, it's a great time, Zach, and I really love it. Yep. However, I have a limit, and if at any stage a blindfold's taken off and I'm on a roller coaster or I'm skydiving or any of these things, bungee jumping, yep. I'll just go But really, my... roller coaster's a big one, right? You yeah. would, would you do those others before roller coaster? Uh, probably. I'd certainly bungee jump before roller coaster. Yeah, don't know about skydiving. Don't know about that. But but my point is, any of those ones, really, um, and I'm out. I'll go work at Coles. Yep. <laughs> don't mind. Coles Radio. Coles Radio. That's it. I'll go do that. Um, I think I got an in there, so I can I'll make some calls. Uh, next up in the forum, Zach, we welcome in L. Uh, oh, firstly, sorry, should we say where the uh, the restrooms are, or just just let that one J track one down? Oh, they're in the four corners. Yeah, so just make your way yeah. to the edges. Find a corner, you'll find a restroom. That's add that to the sign. It's another mm-hmm. slogan. Uh, Leah E. Owen drops by the collective noun forum. Next up, um, just and look, I love this headline here. They've said Damien Leith news. Yeah. Now, as we know, Zach, I am... The biggest. Well, we say the biggest fan of 2006 Australian Idol winner Damien Leith. We did once ask on the show for other fans to call up, and we actually didn't. We didn't, Not, get, we a didn't get a call. We didn't get a call. So I might be the only Damien Leith fan, at least in this sphere of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Lee R.E. Owen just says, I've seen that Damien Leith will be performing and doing a meet and greet at the Royal Melbourne show if Dom is interested in meeting some uh, other fans. Maybe a duet in Dom's one-man show in the forum. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Dom, were you ever part of a Damien Leith club? Yeah, I was, in, I was in the fan club. You were? Yeah, I was. And where was that hosted? On um, a website? I think it might have been early days Facebook. There was one that, like, you had to join a group. And is there, is that, is that, does that group still exist? Could you uh, have a look? Oh, I, can, I, I don't think so. I think it was, like, an old way they did Facebook. I don't think it's... So let's go through your the fan clubs you've been a part of. Yeah. Uh, so Damien Leith. Yep. Uh, Mika. Yeah, I was in, uh, in the Mika fan club. You started a, it, didn't you? I didn't start it, but I was one of the highest posters. Uh, what was Mika's big songs? Uh, Love Today was a big one of his. Um, obviously, Grace Kelly. My favorite was Happy Endings, the you know the sad piano song. The, this is the way you left me. Hang on. I'm not pretending. Mm-hmm. No hope, no love, no glory, no happy endings. You know that one? What happened after that? This is the way that we loved. No, like it's chorus. for air. Isn't like... That was the chorus. The backing track. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, there's something <laughs> on my mind. I know the song, I know it well. It's a great, and you know what? I heavily advocate the moment you finish uh, this this episode of the podcast, mm. everybody, go to YouTube, type in Mika Happy Ending. Apparently, it's a great Mika song. is big in France. Yeah, and I kind of feel a bit like, why did Mika snub the English language listeners? No, it doesn't happen like that. What He's do you mean? the opposite. <laughs> so they snubbed I'd... him. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, he was received well by France. Well, now all of his songs, because every time he posts a new song, I get excited. And he sings them in French now. But you like that. 
No, I don't. I want to know what I'm singing along to. Yeah, right. It's entrapment otherwise. I don't know no, what I'm I enjoying. but I feel like that you do listen to songs in different languages. Uh, I've never listened to a song in a different language. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of uh, soundtracks. Yeah, no I've... song, no, no, no lyrics. lyrics. Oh, I might listen to the instrumentals of Mika's new yes. songs. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, or if he does English versions, I'm happy to check it Any out. Any other fan clubs? Uh, the Fray. The Fray. He's in the Fray fan club, briefly. Um, and, uh, I think there was one other, I think, oh, you, look, everyone's going to find this funny as a bit of a cliche, but yes, I was in a Nickelback fan club <laughs> briefly in 2006. Were you actually? Yeah. I loved Nickelback in 2006. Yeah. What album to, was that? I don't know the album, but it was the one that had far, so far away in it. Don't know it. Um, and had, uh, oh geez. One about like the, they did a music video where the people, the characters were walking around with like a clock above their head that was counting down how many minutes they had left to live. Mm, Saving me. There we go. Thank you, Michael. Saving me was the song. And, um, that was the Nickelback era. I was really on board for. Yep. The early day stuff. Yeah. Before they sold out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm a Nickelback traditionalist. Yep. That's and what I like say. These Nickelback fans today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, year eight me, year eight me loved Nickelback to the point. I think I had a poster up. I was in the fan club. I loved it. My first band, I definitely wasn't in a fan club, but it was good. Charlotte. Oh yeah, yeah. My, the first, so, uh, the first CD I ever bought was Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous single. Didn't that come were with something for around, free? You, were you even around for singles? Was that a thing that <laughs> no, you bought? No, no. Of yeah. course, every year the Australian Idol winners single. Yeah, but course. did you? Was it a hard copy? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking. I feel like the Good Charlotte thing came for free with something like maybe. A That's not box. when I got it though. Okay, yeah. I remember everyone getting into it because I thought it came for free with something. I just maybe. don't remember what. Anyway. It came for free with four ninety five at the local <laughs> yeah. CD store. Well, I'm thinking, I, I thought it was with a cereal box, but I think that was Age of Empires. Yeah, no, that Age of Empires 2, you could Nutri-Grade. get with Nutri-Grade. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What a weird combination. No, it was <laughs> awesome. That was so good. I, I, yeah, it was a good game. It was, I think the split in my household was I got the Nutri-Grade and my brother got <laughs> Age of Empires. Uh, that is all we got time for in the Collective Round Forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll do that next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. You know what? I am pissed off at magpies. Hang on. I'm, no, I'm I'm really annoyed at them because three Where does mo- this come from? Well, three months of the year already they're making it unsafe to walk around, right? Because they're swooping. Swooping all over the to place. To protect their young. And then, I, well, don't just... Are you on their side or our side? No, I'm just saying... Well, <laughs> If you, if, I'm sure the parents out there could relate. Okay, well, okay. I feel like you've been paid by Magpie Lobby, so I'll get you to shut up. Yeah, big Magpie got into my pockets. <laughs> put their sweet, sweet cash. The point is, I found out a fact about magpies over the weekend that, as if they weren't already terrifying enough, yeah. With my new scientific discovery, mm-hmm. I I'm not sure I'll leave the house in daylight hours again. What is your discovery? Do you know magpies telepathically connect with one another? Uh, no, I didn't I think know that. maybe it's not telepathic. They can, no, here's what the fact was. This is normally our that science That would be pretty <laughs> groundbreaking. <laughs> no, they can communicate with one another about what people's faces look like. Right. Okay. So, well, yeah, animals can communicate with each other. Well, the point is, so if, if I, you know, happen to annoy a magpie down the road from me, mm. And then I drive 30 minutes away, perhaps word of mouth in the magpie community, they could communicate to the magpies 30 minutes away what I look like, and those magpies will target me. But why is that terrifying? They're going to sweep you anyway. No, they won't. Well, I've done nothing to annoy that magpie. 
My point but is... But what have you done to any magpie to annoy them? I didn't know... What mag- have you been doing well, <laughs> going around your neighborhood? Maybe you deserve to be sweeped. I didn't know magpies were such gossips to yeah. begin with. It's like, a, it's like an internet that they have. A magpie no, it's not internet. gossip at all because they think you're a danger. And well, so they're loading others to the danger. I think it's a step away from bullying. Because um, I, I wonder how they're describing me to each other. <laughs> you don't think they're very pleasant with their well, descriptors. I don't think they're saying that the it's an attractive young man who's going to walk past. I reckon they would be using some pretty offensive terms. What do you think? Uh, well, you, they'd be referenced the size of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Big head coming by. Well, you would be a training head. <laughs> For the younger magpies <laughs> to try out. <laughs> well, they're not going to try on a small head, are they? They need a big target to warm up. <laughs> now, I, every time we do like this, I have to clarify. We measured my head once and it came in 0.2 centimetres above average. Yeah, it's above average. Yeah, though. 0.2 centimetres above average, yeah. the circumference no, of my I head. I think it was a few centimetres. No, it was 0.2. <laughs> I want to be so clear. The magpies are not communicating to use Dom Faye's head as a practice target. That's, yeah, I think that's they are. I think there's good practice coming through. <laughs> no. Got any youngins, roll them out. No, <laughs> my theory, I don't think that's happening. And if it is, cut it out, magpies. My th- my thinking at this sack is that if magpies are, you know, communicating about our faces, right? Hey, this guy really pissed me off. You're 20 minutes away. You take care of him if you see him, right? Yeah. You know, if they... Yeah, okay. if, I, don't I don't think it's like firstly, a gang-related <laughs> message, but... I, I'm curious how they're communicating what we look like. I don't know how they're doing that. The song. Can we hear them do the go, 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 yeah. whatever it is? That'd have to be pretty, uh, that'd have to be pretty distinctive. Yeah. But, you know, I think they could, however they're But, I mean, it, like, I what does it. this sound like to them? Yeah. It just sounds like that we're making noises. But the point is, I think if we could find somebody who magpies loved, an ally of magpies, hmm. and we could sell masks of their faces. Yeah, that's good. Here's my theory, right? That's Everyone, good. when you're about to walk through a park, yeah. put on, I mean, I imagine magpies love David Attenborough because they're, they're wildlife and everyone loves, all wildlife would love David Attenborough. Uh, yep. <laughs> I remember hearing though, it was more about your size mm. and the shape of your head and how tall you were that they remembered. Okay. So I got to put on sumo suit. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe that's, okay. if that's the person who's, uh, <laughs> really in with them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my point is if we can figure this out, yes. we like, this is you like, can trick them. we can go undercover. Yeah, it's like in all the alien movies when they find the alien's weakness, it's like, you know, in independence day when they find out if they can destroy one ship, they can destroy all of them. Right mm-hmm. now we know that this is what the magpies are doing. I don't know who discovered it, yeah. but now that we've figured this out, that yeah. this is, that they're communicating what we look like to each other. We can use this and turn it on. Them. You're a hero, dumb. And I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> glad to hear that. And also, one last warning to magpies out there. If I ever catch you using my head as a practice target, I'm going to be ropeable, and I'm going to report that as a hate crime. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's pet name game. The game anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 131060. Mm. We think just by hearing the name of your pet, we can figure out what type of animal you have. Let's get right into this. We have Aggie in Melbourne. What is your pet's name, Aggie? It's Yoda. Yoda. All right, Zach, I'm thinking a small green animal. Well, Yoda, obviously, from Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, what does Yoda look like? Could it be puggish? Oh, it could like be puggish. Dog? See, I was going the green angle. You are, you don't think... There's not many green animals, are there? Uh, parrot. Parrot. Turtles. Yep. Yoda the turtle could a be... A really sick cat. <laughs> if yep. your cat's green, take it to the vet. Yeah. That's what I say. 
You know, you, and I've heard you on the record with that numerous times. It's good advice. It's yeah. just, it's sensible, practical, day-to-day advice. Yeah. Um, I, look, I what? think you're probably right. I think Yoda is most likely a dog's name. It could be a dog that just looks a little bit like Yoda in the face. I see that happening. Aggie, is Yoda a dog? Close, but no. She's actually a Siamese cat. Oh. It, she, <laughs> I she's, guess hang on a second. Se- yeah, she, she's not green, is she, Aggie? No, she's great. Like, Yoda's got these long gray hairs on his ears like she does, and she's yeah, got right. the personality of Yoda, so that's kind of where it comes from, the look and the personality. Does she meow backwards by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she does a lot of other unusual and very interesting things. <laughs> yeah, okay, can control things with her mind. Yeah. Or whatever the force is. I'm still not really <laughs> sure after how many eight movies, yeah, nine need, movies. Well, they, at some stage in Star Wars, they need to do a stop and like show the instructional video to welcome to the force. They did that in the last ones where Luke Skywalker's on that island. They kind of explained the force there, but I forget. Yeah, it's pretty complex, really. Anyway. Carly um... <laughs> in Queensland, what's your pet's name? Pepper. Okay. Well, it's got, it's got to be a pig, doesn't Pepper it? Pepper pig. I mean, I, I cannot imagine what else it could be. I'm trying to... Well, it could be like a brown dog or cat, like salt and pepper. It could yeah. be a part of two of them. A greyish man. Uh, it could be kind of a light-coloured animal with a sprinkling of of uh, mm. black spots, like I th- pepper. I reckon we have to back our guts It in, could though. be a cat that makes people sneeze. <laughs> yeah, all of There's the, a lot of options they're here. They're all great options, but they're not the headlines, Zach, are they? Yeah. They're, not the, they're not the first thing your gut instinct well, goes we'll to. we'll kick ourselves if we don't say pig, and it is pig. Absolutely. Carly, is pepper a pig? She is. Yes! Come on! Beautifully done. Now, can you imagine if we'd said cat and got that wrong? No. Just quietly. That would have been humiliating. Carly, is Peppa a pet pig? She is a pet pig. Okay, good. That's beautiful. What, hang if we on. Were going to, well, oh, hold on a second. Well, this has got dark. What? Are you suggesting that it would have been bad if Pepper was about to go to the slaughter? Uh, that would have been. <laughs> A is less that, high to go out on. Kids, we're having pepper for dinner tonight. Is that what you're saying would have been? Was that your suggestion? Yeah, pass the pepper. <laughs> and then also the pepper. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, do you know what happens if you fill your car up with petrol at the petrol station and mm. you don't have your money to pay for it? <laughs> uh, I have always had the fear of this happening. Um, I, I have theorised in the past that they might keep you prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, all, all servos have a jail out the back. <laughs> Have you never seen that? <laughs> or I have also wondered if maybe that's what some servo employees are doing, like working it off. <laughs> they pass you like okay, kind of like yeah. uh, a genie situation. Yeah, like his... where you get stuck in the lamp. You <laughs> might get it. stuck in the servo until someone sets you free. They, someone yeah. else gets caught, <laughs> and that releases you. Yeah, they throw you a BP shirt. You have to start doing a shift. Ah, uh, that's not what happens. Okay, so I found out today firsthand. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. I forgot my wallet. Yeah. I had filled up $50 worth of petrol. I mm. realized in the car, like, you know, because I went to walk in, I patted mm. down my my pants, yeah. my pockets. So I was like, oh, no wallet. Went into the car, looked for it, and I'm sitting in the car thinking, like, oh, what do I go in and say? Well, I guess it's, I mean, $50 of petrol as well would have got you, what, two litres in this climate? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, A bit of topical gear. <laughs> It's pretty expensive, though. It's getting ridiculous. But it's not just. Yeah. So um, you're in the car. Did you at all consider driving off? Driving off? No. <laughs> they have cameras. They don't have cameras, yeah, but you could ditch the car. <laughs> yeah, well, for $50. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not the best car in the world, but it's worth more than that. <laughs> yeah. I walk in, I say, hey, man, I don't have my wallet. 
What do you do in these situations? Yeah. Uh, the so pers- you assumed that there was a protocol. Yeah, I'm like, this has happened before, surely. The person behind the counter said, you've got to fill out this form. <laughs> do you know what you do? What? They let you go and come back. Mm. You have to fill out your own police description. <laughs> really? There's a piece of paper with the uh, with the police force or services oh logo gosh. on it. Yeah. And it's the form that you fill out if someone steals petrol. But you have to fill out <laughs> oh, wow. your own description, so, your name, your car, what you look like, your complexion, your height, like you would in a police report. Now, they hold on to it mm. until you come back. If you don't come back, they send it to the police. I mean, well, that's just getting you to do the paperwork. <laughs> yes! That's what? exactly what it is! So what did you write down? Well, I was pretty honest for most of it, but in yeah. special... I mean, I might have put uh, charming, boyish good looks, <laughs> devilish well, grin. So, well, that's okay. I was worried you were going to write the description of me <laughs> and frame me for the crime. That's not the description of you? Uh, well, you know what? I'm happy to claim it. I just don't want the cops knocking at my door next week and claiming me. Well, that's the other thing. Petrol. I mean, they don't. you don't have your ID on you, so you can write whatever name you want. Okay, well, that just seems set up for someone to to write down a fake name. And, of course, no one should do that. No. <laughs> of course, this isn't revealing that that's a good idea. No. Well, if you do that, we all know what happens. You get put in the petrol station prison. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we've got time for on this show tonight. If you do want to hear the full thing back, you can search for Collective Down on iTunes and download it there. Uh, we will see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! Oh, yeah. From Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.